At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. All right, let me tell you about our sponsor uh, for Spotlight for Blaze TV. Our economy has been dominated by businesses that cater to the woke mob. You know it and I know it. You may be working for one of these country companies. But uh, in the mobile uh, world, Patriot Mobile is the only one that is not part of the woke mob. In fact, they fight the woke mob. For the past 10 years, they've offered nationwide coverage, access to all three of the major networks, equipping you, equipping you with the exact same coverage you've always had, but without sending your money to leftist causes. So if you like free speech, religious freedom, I don't know, the military, Second Amendment, switch to Patriot Mobile. You're sending a message to the big mobile companies. We don't need you anymore. You can't do these things and, uh, and not pay for them. Sorry, we're out. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT right now. Get free activation if you use the promo code Beck. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. All right, hour number two begins in just a minute. On the surface, everything looks good. For instance, we passed an Inflation Reduction Act. Oh. Well, it didn't have anything to do with it. Exactly like this border emergency. Eh, that bill has nothing to That's a War Powers Act. We also need to talk about what's happening with war. Kind of seems like we're getting deeper and deeper all over the world. Uh, and the jobs report. Oh, my gosh. It was a blockbuster jobs report. Did you hear that? The economy is doing fine. It's great. It's wonderful. It's fabulous. Uh, Is it? Is it? Let's look into the numbers of that job report, uh, something that your friends won't know about. Uh, Nobody in the mainstream media will tell you because they're busy carrying buckets of water. But it is very important you actually look at the numbers to know what's really happening under the hood of your vehicle. Let's do that in 60 seconds. Let me tell you about American Financing first, how they've been helping neighbors save money for 25 years. Last year alone, they saved their customers that come from this program an average of $854 a month. All they did was help them tap into their home's equity to pay off the high interest debt. Then some of these cases, man, I, I talk to these guys from time to time. And I tell, I say, what are the listeners going through? What are you hearing? And they're people that are 
just like you that are maybe now, I'm going to lose my home. I'm going to lose everything I have. I can't pay the credit card bills. This year, maybe it's your turn. Uh, Mortgage rates are in the five right now. That means it's a great time to call American Financing. And in 10 minutes, you could be going to a much more uh, peaceful day. All you have to do is call them. They don't charge. They have no upfront or hidden fees. They've helped thousands of people from this audience. They have 7,000 Google reviews and 4.7 star rating. Check it out for yourself. I want you to go to my uh, American Financing, AmericanFinancing.net. That's AmericanFinancing.net. Or you can call them. They're waiting for your call now. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. NMLS 182334. APR for the rates in the five starts at 6.275% for well-qualified buyers. Call 800-906-2440 for details about credit costs and terms. I, uh, I want to talk to you about, first, the jobs report. Last hour, we went into the, um, the Senate bill that you've got to call your senators and tell them not to pass this. I know it's dead on arrival, according to the Speaker of the House, but it can't be passed in the Senate either. Don't let any of this slip through. Um, If you want some more information, we'll give you more information later on in the uh, program. But if you missed the first hour of the broadcast, you can find it wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Today's podcast will have all of the information you need on that. Now, let me go back to Friday because there was some something that came out last week and everybody was saying, oh, my gosh, the jobs, the jobs report. Oh, America's working like nobody's business. Stu, give me some of the headlines that you found over the weekend on this jobs report. Uh, headlines, yeah. I mean, one of the big things you hear about, uh, it was incredibly great. It was wonderful. The economy's wonderful. And this is sort of a uh, a, a peering into what we're going to be seeing over the next you know, uh, eight, eight or nine months as we get closer right. to the election. Like, Let me give you this example from um, New York Times today. Just listen to the framing of this. Mm-hmm. Why are Americans wary while the economy is healthy? Look at Nevada. Economic shocks over two decades combined with reliance on volatile casinos have undermined confidence despite an economy that's bustling. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a couple facts stated there, right? Yeah, and that the economy is bustling. It's bustling. That's a fact. It is fact. bustling and it mm-hmm. is healthy. Mm-hmm. Now, why mm-hmm. the the question here is not what's going on with the economy. The question is what's going on with people's minds, as if why uh, uh, that indicates why they don't understand the economy is bustling. Why don't they understand the economy economy is healthy? It's not a well, question about easy. whether the economy is healthy or not. No, no, no. It is easy. This is why they are going after disinformation, like the information I'm going to give to you next. They'll say this is disinformation and you're too stupid to understand that the economy is bustling. You're going to see these kinds of headlines all the way up to the election. Okay, all the way up to the election. They've got to convince Americans that it's just them. All right. So let's look at this. uh, This report. Uh, They reported last week that in January, we unexpectedly added 353,000 jobs. That's the most since January 23, um, when it was uh, 482. Double the 
the forecast of 185,000 jobs. Last month, they say we, we, my gosh, it was 353. And most people expected only 185,000 jobs that were created. Okay. Now, let's look into it. The average hourly earnings spiked from 4.1 to 4.5. That's the highest since last September. They spiked. Okay, now let's let's look at let's look at this for just a second. Did did people get a raise? Did the hourly earnings actually go up because of actual wages? No. It's a trick. It's a trap. They actually rose because the Bureau of Labor Statistics decided to slash the number of estimated hours that everybody was working. They said the hours went from 34.3 uh, to 34.1, which may not sound like a lot, but that's why your hourly looks like it's going up because they changed that one metric. And if that metric is true, the last time the work week was this low was when the economy was shut down because of COVID. Okay? So that doesn't sound healthy. In January, the BLS conducted the annual rebenchmarking and update of seasonal adjustment factors. Long story short here, what was, until December, a decline in jobs has now been miraculously transformed into gains. Consider this, before the revision, the average monthly job gain in 2021 was largely unchanged. And while the average monthly gain in 2022 was revised lower, this was purposely goal seat to make 2023 appear stronger. And indeed, the average monthly increase in 2023 has been revised. From 225,000 to 255, which would be great, which would be great if only it wasn't for the almost entirely, uh, entirely due to the, the latest choice of seasonal adjustments. Ready? The Biden administration numbers are now clearly rising, even as the impartial ADP, which directly logs employment numbers at the company level and is far more accurate because they're actually looking at the payroll. It shows an accelerating slowdown. Seasonal adjustments. The January print was all about seasonals because while the seasonally adjusted payrolls was up 353,000, the unadjusted was down 2.635 million. That's 3 million jobs different. So here, here's, let me break it. 10% error rate, just a 10% error rate in the seasonal adjustment. That's roughly where it always falls. It would wipe out the entire gain and make January increase a decline. Then again, this is the case with every January jobs report because the actual change in jobs in the first month of the year this year is down anywhere between 2.5 and 3 million. 
the latest divergence between the establishment payrolls and then the much more accurate household actual unemployment or employment survey. The BLS claims 353,000 payrolls were added, but the household survey that counts the number of actually employed workers this time dropped by 31,000. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. So which one is right? This means that the payroll series hit all-time highs every month since December 2020. The level of unemployment has barely budged in the last year. Worse, the this has opened up the um, the number of unemployed or employed workers. If if the numbers are true, the way they've adjusted everything. The number of employed workers would need to soar by 9 million to catch up to what the payroll claims is the actual employment situation. BLS reports that in January 2024, the U.S. had 133.1 million full-time jobs and 27.9 million part-time jobs. That's great until you look back one year and find that in February 23, the U.S. had 133.2 million full-time jobs or more than it does a year later. So, wait, we had 133.1 million full-time jobs last December or January, but this January, it's supposed to be great. Last January, we had 133.2. Somehow or another, we've lost some jobs. Where does it go? And by the way, all of the job growth since then has been part-time jobs. Part-time jobs have increased by 870,000. And all the jobs? Yes, they're part-time. But here's something even better. The number of native-born workers is down again. It has slid by a massive 560,000. Add this to the December data, we get a near record of 1.9 million in a plunge from native-born workers in the last two months. Two million native-born workers have lost their jobs. And the job creation, all of it in the last four years has been exclusively foreign-born workers. Zero job creation for native-born workers since July of 2018. So tell me we're getting healthier. I don't think we are. I think people are working part-time jobs a lot more. And people who were born here in America are not getting jobs because all of the job growth has been with non-native-born workers. Oh, you're only saying that because you hate. No, I'm only saying it because that's what the numbers say, period. (sighs) All right. I'm hesitating to think if I should take a... Well, let me say this first. No, let me take a break. Let me take a break first. I don't want to say anything because I've got a million things on my mind today. Let me just take a quick break, and we'll come back and, uh, and give you some more information that you need to know. Lear Capital is our uh, sponsor. Uh, Lear Capital 
is a company that I did business with when I was a listener of Rush. Um, this is before we have a, you know, businesses change and business changes. And so I have a new gold sponsor and it's Lear Capital. Um, but this is the company that Rush was with for years and years and years. And as business changed this year, we were uh, fortunate to bring in Lear Capital is where I bought my first gold. Um, we were talking about uh, having Lear Capital as a sponsor, uh, I don't know, in 2002, but I was a nobody and Rush was an everybody. Um, and I really enjoyed Goldline. I thought they were very, very great. But business is business, and we have Lear Capital with us. Now, I want you to, I want you to understand that Lear Capital is the first place that I bought my gold uh, back in the early 2000s. It is quadrupled since then. And I just found out that the, the person that took my gold order then, because I always call companies and, you know, I order things or I do things without them knowing that it's me. So I know you're going to get the same kind of treatment that I would get. Um, and uh, that person that took, <laughs> took my order back then is still working for the company. Lear has prepared me for the uh, coming insanity and prepared millions of people for the coming insanity. Over $3 billion in trusted transactions, thousands of five-star reviews, and 24-hour risk-free purchase guarantee. Lear is the precious metal leaders that you can trust. Get your free wealth protection guide, and Lear will also credit your account uh, $250 toward your first purchase just to... Uh, introduce themselves to you. Not going to get that anywhere else. Uh, $250 towards your first purchase. You just call them today at 800-475-2280. That's 800-475-2280. They're anxious to meet you at Lear. 800-475-2280. Make sure your family is safe with gold or silver from Lear Capital. 10 seconds, station ID. All right, let me tell you a little bit about something that I told you last week, uh, South Dakota bill. I mentioned it uh, a week ago, exactly last week. And I told you that the banking systems would come out uh, and just with every gun, they'd come out a, a, a blazing. Let me give you um, an excerpt from the uh, Epic Times. Important laws in all 50 states have been added to state codes over the past three decades specifically with provisions dealing with Article 8 of the Uniform Commercial Code, the UCC. These laws, drafted and propagated by the influential Uniform Law Commission in tandem with powerful banking lobbyists, were seemingly deliberately designed to revoke Americans' private property rights, especially those related to investment securities, such as those held in IRA and 401k accounts. You remember when they said, uh, you will own nothing and you will be happy. I thought, how do you get a country that is used to all this private property just losing it or giving it away? Well, one way is to tax it out. Another way is to just uh, lose it um, in the stock market or spend it all because of inflation. Um, And then there's the other part of just seizing wealth. That's this part. 
Again, quoting the uh, Epic Times, uh, essentially the world's largest financial institutions quietly preparing for an event of a major financial meltdown successfully lobbied state legislatures to change the way that collateral is held under state laws. Among other things, these efforts have been given creditors in the form of too big to fail banks and other uh, powerful financial interest priority claim over all of the wealth stored in investment securities, such as stocks, bonds, mutual funds, exchange rated funds, 401k accounts, IRA accounts, and other types of security. So, what does this mean? All 50 states changed Article 8 of the Uniform Commercial Code. All 50 states, so your state, no matter where you live, so that when you buy a share of stock through an intermediary, this is stockbrokers and investment managers such as Fidelity and Merrill Lynch, they actually own the security investments because they're responsible for holding on to them. But they actually own them. You don't. Okay? The stockbroker or the brokerage house or the intermediary owns the stocks you think you own. That means you, the purchaser, don't own anything. And the rule applies to stocks, bonds, mutual funds, exchange-traded funds, and other common forms of investment, including investments held in retirement accounts such as 401k and IRA accounts. This is what they mean by you will own nothing. It takes it to a whole new understanding. The code also allows for these stockbrokers and other intermediaries holding your investments to use them as collateral in their own financial agreements. Okay? So they go bankrupt, and you think, oh, well, you're going to be okay. Well, no, the stock you think you own can be taken by another big financial institution who's owed money by the the intermediary, the stockbroker that was holding your stocks, the bankrupt guy. Now, brokers carry insurance, similar to the FDIC, supposed to bail out customers who lose $500,000 or less of securities when a broker goes bankrupt, but that is wildly underfunded, doesn't have the cash to save investors if there is a widespread event. So here's what happened. On Monday last week, I told you about the South Dakota bill House Bill 1199. It does a couple of important things. It restores property ownership, restores jurisdiction in the state of South Dakota. South Dakota should be fixing this, but a bump has come into the road. And he looks off an awful lot like the Monopoly Man. I'll give you more information on this tell you what you can do in South Dakota, but it has to be done in your state. Glenn Beck. Prepare for impact. And then get a good night's sleep. Uh, Good night's sleep is really uh, something you can never get enough of. Last night, it it has been a just uh, a hair-raising weekend uh, for our family. Uh, I was in Georgia on Friday. It was supposed to be someplace else tomorrow. uh, And uh, uh, everything is up in the air because of a family emergency. And last night, uh, my wife and I were in bed and we were talking and 
She was like, I, I, I'm never going to be able to sleep. I said, I'm not either. We took a relief, relief factor sleep, the two of us, and we were both out. Um, I think she was snoring before I was, but it wasn't long after uh, I was out as well. If you have difficulty sleeping at all or you just can't turn your brain off sometimes, this is you'll sleep soundly. You'll wake up feeling refreshed. It's relief factor sleep. It is completely drug-free, so you don't feel it uh, in the morning. Unleash the power of great sleep by calling 800 the number 4 relief. 800 the number 4 relief. Relieffactor.com. Dream big and sleep tight. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the code Glenn30, and it'll save you 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We were talking about an update that I gave you Last week, uh, I told you about a South Dakota bill uh, that is now massively under assault from the bank lobbyists and special interests uh, in South Dakota. This is something that has to happen in your state as well. In South Dakota, the Republican leadership is buckling, but you need to be their spine. Um, What this is, is a fight for private property, believe it or not. Private property. Right now, if you have any money in stock that you bought through a, um, you know, through an intermediary like Fidelity or Merrill Lynch, you don't legally own that. So if any one of these big financial institutions go out, that's collateral for their debt. You don't own it. It's just like the bank. You don't actually own what's in your savings account. Okay, That can be used as collateral for the bank. You lose. This wipes the average person out if there is a huge problem. I warn you, this is going to be uh, told that you are hearing nothing but disinformation. It isn't true. I just ask who has a better track record, me or the mainstream media. So this bill in South Dakota allows you to keep ownership of your investment and all of your savings regardless of whether they're they're in an intermediary like Fidelity or Merrill Lynch. Two, it restores the jurisdiction in the state of South Dakota. This would put jurisdiction back into the state, which is hard to believe. But currently, if you live in South Dakota and you have a dispute over the ownership of your investments, say J.P. Morgan Chase, that will be solved in, I'm assuming J.P. Morgan Chase, is New York. Or Delaware. So Delaware or a New York court is the place you will have to go to argue your case if you live in South Dakota. And how do you think that's going to go? The The legislators in South Dakota should not allow the big financial institutions to put their customers at risk. But the Republicans are buckling right now in South Dakota. They are going to vote, and they should tell you um, how they're going to vote in advance, but this will tell you everything, because any legislature in South Dakota that votes um, against you, the citizen, on this, they're either working for the people of South Dakota and the constituents they represent, 
or they're working for the special interests of someone else, the financial institutions that are all too big to fail. That's the only choice here. On Wednesday, that's this coming Wednesday, February 7th, the State Affairs Committee is voting on this bill. It's HB 1199. If this bill fails in committee, then the Uniform Commercial Code will continue and you are at risk. To protect the people of South Dakota, you need HB 199. It is the Small Investors Protection Act. It will protect South Dakotan investors and ensure that jurisdiction is restored to South Dakota where it should have always been. Now, remember, this is not just about South Dakota. This is in every single state. All 50 states have the same dangerous law in place. Every state will need to update its laws if you are to be protected, the individual, from losing everything in a financial crash. Here's what you need to do. First, if you live in South Dakota, you need to call the members of the House State Affairs Committee right now. You can find their names online. They have to hear from you today and tomorrow or early Wednesday. Also, call Governor Kristi Noem's office as well or email Make sure they vote in support of HB 1199, the Small Investors Protection Act. HB 1199, Small Investors Protection Act. They need to know that the people of South Dakota are watching this vote and they want their property rights protected. The one that really needs to hear this the most is the House Speaker Stevens and the House uh, Majority Leader Will Mortensen. They're playing games with this and siding right now with the big banks uh, over you, the citizens of the state. They don't want you, the people, to know what is happening here. And they will claim disinformation, but it is not. This is true. They will use that to uh, thwart so many people, and then it will uh, go back and pass this Wednesday, and nobody will ever think about it again until it's too late. Okay, so call. If you live in any other state, I want you to call your legislator, your state legislator, and ask them to take a hard look at HB 199 in South Dakota. Every single state must pass a law like this. The fight is focused right now on South Dakota, but that's going to change very soon. Um, The people that um, I work with are on this uh, nationwide, and it's a fight that we cannot afford to lose. You have to stop it before the next crisis begins. Okay, uh, let's just talk a little bit about um, our strike on on uh, you know our retali- retaliatory strikes that happened over the weekend uh, on the Islamic resistance in Iraq. Um, We struck, I think they said 82 targets on Saturday, but that's not true. It's only seven targets and 87 uh, or 82 strikes in those seven areas. So let's say there's an airfield, that's one target, but it has, you know, 22 targets in that airfield. Okay. Um, I don't know why we gave the, you know, we gave Iran uh, a week to do this. You can't tell me that it takes a week. It really, they don't have a plan for Iran? I mean, that's a problem. 
why did they give him a, a, a week? And what exactly are we doing here? What, what is the goal of, of this? Because we're also giving in the so-called border bill, which is not a border bill. Oh, God, I said this during the Inflation Reduction Act, and nobody listened, and they still passed the damn thing. This is not a border bill. This is a war bill. This is a war bill, period. There's more money for war and refugees and everything else in this bill than there is on the border. Um, but we are giving in the border bill, so-called the war bill, we are giving Ukraine uh, $60 billion, $14 billion to, uh, um, to Israel, and $10 billion to Gaza and Hamas. Oh, who are we giving it to? Well, we'll probably run that through the U.N., which we know exactly what they're doing. What do we do? We're funding everybody on all sides. It makes no sense. God, we are just suicidal. I'm sorry, Stu. I'm going to have another aneurysm. Can you just <laughs> in here for a second? Uh, it, suicidal is a an interesting summary of uh, the West isn't overall. It? Yes, we seem to be going down that road. Uh, with extreme abandon, um, you're right. I mean, I, I think it's it, it, it. The border stuff is only included in the bill because they want the other stuff for Ukraine. They want the cash for Ukraine uh, secondarily for Israel, I suppose, but basically for Ukraine. And this is their supposed supposed uh, flexibility on their border rules. And it's interesting because, of course, the the far left also won't vote for this. So you'll have this situation where they're trying to cobble together the center left and center right to come up with some sort of uh, voting block that will get this thing through. Going to be difficult, if not impossible, for a multitude of reasons, but it just shows where their priorities are, right? Like, I mean, it shows what they really want to happen. And, and I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Glenn, but like Zelensky is announcing basically they have to reform the entire government because none of their war stuff is working. They're just like, ah, you know, we need to kind of, we need a remix. You know, this yeah. is, this just doesn't work as an acoustic. We need a techno version. And like, I don't <laughs> think that that is some, it doesn't seem like the situation you want to dump a hundred billion dollars into. Uh, let me, uh, uh, let me just say that, you know, one of the things that we're doing is we are paying for their entire government. All of the government workers, you, your taxpaying dollar is going over to Ukraine. We are funding a second government. And that's not hyperbole. Correct me if I'm wrong, Stu. Hyperbole? No, I don't think so. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, it's you know, not necessarily the, most, uh, the way they would describe it. But yes, this no, is. No, but it is. But you know, that's what we're doing. It does seem to be that the realism what, of the yeah, situation. That's what we're doing. It is. It is just nuts. And um, anybody who tells you, you know, the Jamie Dimon thing over at uh, the WEF has bothered me for a while. There's a couple of things that have bothered me. Uh, one, Jamie Dimon coming out and then Al Gore coming out and saying, you know, I really like the Trump supporters. I don't think we should say bad things about the Trump supporters. And Jamie Dimon. Uh, coming out and saying, you know, Trump wasn't really all that bad. Where, where have you been, Jamie? Where have you been? Now, there's two reasons for these kinds of switches. 
There's one. Jamie Dimon sees over the horizon and goes, none of this is good for the banking system. We're going to we're going to get we're going to lose the gold standard. None of this is good. And maybe we should take a look at Donald Trump or he's hedging his bet and thinking Donald Trump is going to win. And there's got to be somebody on the inside, maybe at the Treasury Department. Maybe I could say nice things about him and become the head of Treasury so I can keep this train running on the the tracks it's already on. I don't know. Al Gore comes out and says these things. Um, They are afraid. But what you're seeing is, remember when I told you that their whole thing was restoring trust? I talked to some people this weekend that were actually there. And I said, I have to ask you, restoring trust, who, whose trust are they trying to restore? I said, I haven't said this on the air yet because it's just a theory. But I get the feeling that they're not trying to restore trust between us and the people. It's trust in the elite and in the program that people are starting to peel off up at the t- top levels And they're saying, no, 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 we all have to trust each other. This is going to work. we got to stay together. They both laughed and said, that's exactly what they mean. They don't even think of us. Okay? We are just totally irrelevant. They are in trouble. We've got to stand together and use our common sense, be cool and collected and calm and Finish the job we started because we are winning. They're freaking out. We are winning, but it is going to be at the finish line. It will be a photo finish. Let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It's the Berna launcher. You heard me talking about Berna lately. Um, It is a less lethal pistol that you can rely on. Uh, And when I, I saw that, I went, oh, less lethal. So it, could be. Yeah, I suppose if you shoot it into somebody's eye, it's going to kill them. Um, but it is, I mean, because it packs a punch. Uh, kinetic rounds come out first. If that's the way you load it, you load it any way you want. Or tear gas. They have pepper spray uh, rounds, which are like, why? Go for the tear gas, the tear gas rounds. This will incapacitate somebody uh, in a six-foot range around that somebody for about 40 minutes. This is something that you use first uh, before you have to pull your gun. Government agencies and police officers all around the country are using this now um, because it it will put somebody down for quite some time. It is made here in America. In fact, it's made in one of my favorite towns in America, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Uh, And you can get it now at Berna, B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Glenn. Get an exclusive 10% discount. That's Berna, B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Glenn. Are opinions weighing you down? Call in and let it out. 888-727-BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, Tucker Carlson uh, texted me last night from uh, the former Soviet Union. 
And uh, whatever he is doing there, he's doing it today and tomorrow. A lot of people heard about it, and uh, Bill Crystals of the world came out and said uh, he shouldn't be allowed back into the country. He's obviously a Putin supporter. Did you say that to Megyn Kelly when she sat down with Vladimir Putin? Did you? Did did you say it about, what was it, Barbara Walters or Diane Sawyer that met with Saddam Hussein? Um, have you... Have you ever said anything about, you know, how the New York Times and Time magazine just fell in love with Mussolini and Stalin and Hitler? You say anything about that? This this is something journalists do. And uh, the GOP and all those who are saying that uh, Tucker is a traitor for going over and talking to you can argue he's not going to do a fair interview. You don't think that he's the guy to give it? Or what are you going to argue that back and forth all you want? But to say he shouldn't be allowed to interview a world leader and a figure that is changing the world? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think you may be the fascist. I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah. I mean, this is what journalists are supposed to do. They're supposed to go. And now look, I... And every journalist would kill for an interview right now. With Vladimir Putin, every single one of them. Now, of course, the criticism is the reason why, and and we don't know all the details, obviously, of of, of this interview or whatever, but um, one of the criticisms would be, you're right, a lot of people would like to talk to him, and he's choosing to to interview with Tucker because he thinks he's going to get a favorable interview. Now, we will see if that's true or not, if if this interview occurs and and we get to see it. And you're right, you can be critical of the way he handles that interview, you can be critical of... The questions he asks, you can say he's too tough or too or, or the opposite. You'll know, but you'll know. You'll when you know when you it. see like it. The interview. You'll know when you he's see He's a world it. leader. Of yes. course, you should be talking to him. You should be talking to all, every dictator on earth. Should have it, be journalists trying to get interviews with him all the time. Absolutely, absolutely. I like Tucker, David. Yeah, yeah. I'd like him to sit down with uh, Joe Biden. I mean, we should, like you said, That's sit too far down away. with. That's too. Wait far. a minute. What? The Glenn Beck Program.